this war I confess Hands are weary this morning. You know, we ask that question all the time on Sunday mornings. How are you doing this morning? Especially during greeting time, right? And uh, oftentimes our answer is, I'm doing well. I'm doing great. How are you, brother? I'm great. How are you, sister? I'm great. And I hope that you are. I hope that you are, but I I know that this morning there are some in this room that are going through a storm in their life. Have you ever found that moment of calm before? I'm going to need you guys to do the slides for me here, if that's all right this morning. Thank you. The moment of calm where you're able to rest in the Lord, worry-free, stress-free, fear-free, because you've been able to give it all to Him. It's a special place to find yourself. We live in a a world that almost demands for us to be fearful of things, right? We watch the news for 10 minutes, right? Let me set the scene here quickly as we open our Bibles to Mark chapter 4. Jesus and his disciples were getting in their boat, ready to cross the Sea of Galilee. Now, remember, they didn't have a weather app, right? 
right? Not that it really would have helped them anyways with, you know, you never know how the weather is going to be, but they also didn't have a weather TV station or a weather radio station, right? They look up at the sky and, and see, oh, it looks a little bit cloudy here and there, but they didn't have the same technology that we have today to know if I go out on the water, there's going to be a storm, the disciples. Mark chapter 4, verse 35, here's what it says. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took with him, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and the other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Would you pray with me? God, we're so thankful for the opportunity that we have to open your word. Lord, to, to have the Bible in our hands. What a special thing. Lord, I ask this morning that you would communicate truth. May it be your truth, not my truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now remember, again, the disciples, they didn't have a weather up. Jesus, of course, knowing all things, but the disciples didn't have a way to predict this storm. They get out in the boat, they're on the water, and all of a sudden, a storm comes. What do you do when the storms come in your life? Throw something overboard. <laughs> 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 I'm not exactly sure how to tie that into, into what I have here. I'm, I'm, my brain, I'm, I'm working on it. That was a good answer. But you know, the storms come in our lives as well. Maybe it's not huge waves breaking onto your boat and your boat filling with water. Maybe uh, your marriage was wonderful and it's been going great until one day you wake up and it's not the same way that it used to be, and you don't really realize how you got there. Maybe you're healthy, you're living life to the fullest, maybe taking many things for granted until one day you can't do that anymore. Maybe you're making good money at your job and, and everything seems, you watch your bank account go up and up and up and all of a sudden you don't have that job anymore and you're watching your bank account go down and down and down. I could go on and on, and you know, some of you have experienced different storms, some that are so deep and so painful that many couldn't even begin to imagine what you went through in your life. But you know, the different storms that we experience in life, you know, sickness, loss of job, trouble in marriage, there are times when we feel as if there is no way out, and you're going to see how the disciples viewed the storm as that in a minute. When, they, when you're almost, that perspective of being in a tunnel and, and you don't see that light at the end of the tunnel.
Some of you might have been in a storm for a long time. But you know, the storm comes, and here's where it gets really interesting. The, the Bible says that water was filling the boat. Have you ever been on a boat that's filling with water before? Right? It's, it's not the best feeling in the world. <laughs> it's not, you know, I grew up fishing. We would fish in Bolivia all the time. And uh, my dad would fly us out to the jungle, and we would go, and we would go fishing. And I, I have such great memories of that. Um, but I remember one time, uh, we would go out to this village called San Lorenzo. San Lorenzo. It's where Ivan and Cindy work today. Um, and we support them as a church. It's where the, the missions team is one of the places we might be going to. We'll still have to see. Um, but we'd fly out to San Lorenzo, and then we would get on either horses or an ox cart. And we'd get on horses, and we'd ride out to this lake, uh, or we'd hop on an ox cart. It took a lot longer on an ox cart, because if you've ever watched an ox move, they, they're not fast. Right? They just take their time. And there's nothing you can do to speed them up. And uh, so we would sit on this ox cart, and we'd wait. We get to our, our little lake that we're going to fish on, and we, we fish in these dugout canoes. Um, I'm going to get my bottle of water here real quick while I'm talking. But the, the dugout canoes, it, they take a tree, they carve out what they're going to do. Um, but in the dugout canoes, sometimes, most times, there is a place where there's water coming in. And so you're scooping out water, scooping out water. The whole time that you're fishing, somebody's there scooping out water. It's not that if you don't scoop for 10 minutes, you're going to sink. But your feet get wet. And more water comes, and more water comes. And well, we're on this boat, you know, they're, they're maybe about this wide, and somebody decides they're going to sit on the side, which everybody is, sit on the side, and somebody sits on the side, poof, the whole side must have been rotted, right? So the whole side, boom, into the water, water starts coming in, everybody leans on the other, so the whole boat, we're tilted like this, trying to keep the water from coming in. It's not the best feeling. But that didn't keep us, we kept fishing, we kept fishing, we just all kind of leaned this way. And uh, we're good from there. But when, when water comes in your boat, you sink. And so the disciples, if you could go to the, the second uh, slide there. Um, perfect. The, the disciples, realizing that the water's coming into the boat, they look over at Jesus, who is asleep. Um, which is pretty amazing in this story. If, if the storm, which uh, the, the storm is this great storm, the water's filling the boat, the wind, the waves are racking against the side, and Jesus is asleep. Asleep. And here's what they say to him Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Do you not care that we are perishing? It seems to be that the disciples are asking the Lord, do you care about us? Do you, Jesus, do you care about us? Do you realize what's going on? Do you care about us? It's actually, it wasn't, it wasn't Lord, save us, we need your help. It wasn't Lord, help us. It was Lord, do you even care about us? <laughs> it's kind of an ironic question, right? Because Jesus was on this earth because God cares so much about us. Do you even care? A very human response. You know, they were following Jesus. But when the unexpected storm comes, 
They allow their fear to cast doubt on whether Jesus even cares about them. Once again, a human response. It wasn't, Lord, help me. Lord, save me. It was, Lord, do do you even care about me? Do you care about us? Do you care that we're perishing? Does that matter to you? Something fundamental is missed by the disciples in this circumstance. Now, please, please don't get me wrong here. If I was in this same situation, (laughs) I would have been terrified. They were seeing their lives flash before their eyes. But it's hard for us to understand this. These men had given up so much to follow Jesus, and now a storm comes in their life, and they're questioning, Jesus, do you care about us? Do you care about what's going on, that we're perishing? See, the disciples miss that God loves us more than we can and will ever know. So we can't really question if God cares or loves us because God is love. But we see an interesting contrast between fear and then when Jesus calls them to faith. Philippians 4, 6, as we see other parts in the Bible that talk about fear. Do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Go to the next one as well. We see in John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let your hearts not be troubled, neither let them be afraid. This idea, and we see it throughout the whole Bible, right? That we are not to live in fear, but instead to find ourselves living in faith. And there's a contrast, because if you're living in fear, you're not living by faith. It's one or the other. The disciples, overwhelmed with fear, allowed fear to rule them and allowed them to question their Lord. If you could go back to that second slide, Dylan, please. Do not care that we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. A great calm. I think oftentimes as we go through the storms in life, we are searching and hoping and praying for the peace that God can give. It's not always the easiest thing for us to imagine as we are going through fear to, that, that, that God, uh, that, 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 that peace is even there. As the disciples are going through this storm, hoping that Jesus is somehow going to rescue them. But if you could go Philippians 4, 6, and 7 there, Dylan, real quick. If we continue that verse we read a little bit earlier. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And here's where we didn't go. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
faith and fear. There's a contrast to them, and the disciples had found themselves in a place of fear. And Jesus, he turns to the disciples, and he says, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Again, these men had given up stuff to be with Jesus, and they're terrified, and they question their Lord. Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? Jesus seems to be asking the disciples, Don't you trust me? Don't you trust me? The last little bit in this passage, the winds ceased and there was great calm. Jesus talks to the disciples and then this is how the disciples respond to what they just saw. And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? So the disciples had already, have, have already been with Jesus. They know he is amazing beyond their understanding. But there was something about this specific incident, watching Jesus speak to the element. Speak to the sea, to creation. Stop, wind. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I mean, we, we have not been through those type of storms before. Maybe you have. You've been out on a boat and the wind's been howling. I know when I was a little kid, I would walk up to the, to the, in the ocean. The waves would be coming and I would say, stop, waves. And then they would plow me over. And then I would think if I had just a little more faith, I'd say, stop, waves, and they'd plow me over. If I would have said, stop, waves, and the wave would have stopped, <laughs> that would have been a story to tell. But Jesus stops the storm. And there are witnesses to this. And the Bible says, that they were filled with great fear. They know Jesus. But to watch him do that, who is this guy? How is that even possible? That he can stop a storm that he can tell the winds to stop, and they stop. Well, the Bible tells us who he is. And let me just give you a couple of names this morning. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's our advocate. The way, the truth, the life, the word, the great high priest, the good shepherd, the vine, the I am the light of the world. He's Jesus. And as you go through storms in your life, let me encourage you to remember that you're not alone. 
that he has not left you. He does care about you. More than we can understand. You have a choice that you can make in your life as you go through different challenges. And it's the choice between having faith and having fear. Choosing faith or choosing fear. To cry out to the Lord, Lord, give me faith. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. The Bible says in Psalms 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Let me read that one more time. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Now, why don't you read this last part with me from therefore on. Ready? Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling, Selah. I pray this morning that as you go through storms in your life, that you're able to choose faith. We know, and as the Bible teaches, that not every storm turns out with the outcome that we hope for and we pray for. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't have faith. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't trust the Lord. That song that we sang right here, trust in you. When you don't move the mountains, I'm needing you to move. When you don't part the waters, I wish I could walk through. When you don't give the answers, as I cry out to you, I will trust, I will trust, I will trust in you. Would you pray with me? Lord, we are so thankful for your word, for your truth. Lord, we ask this morning that you would help those who are in the storms of life to choose faith. Lord, that you would give them the strength and the faith that they need to continue to ride out the different challenges that life presents. Lord, I ask this morning that if there's anyone this morning that is going through a storm in their life, Lord, that you would Father, give them the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Leonard's going to come up and lead us in our closing hymn. I invite you to take your hymn book and turn with me now to hymn number 308. 308. My hope is in the Lord. Will you stand with me as we sing this together then? 308.
Father, we thank you again for the privilege and opportunity we have of gathering here to worship you. Now as we scatter as a church, Father, we pray that each one of us would truly be a witness in the life we live and the words we speak. We thank you for all you've done for us, for what you will do, and we'll be careful to give you the praise, for it's in Jesus' name we pray, with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, and you're dismissed.